We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. On the fan, a football Friday. I've got a ton of football notes. We're going to keep it to the football. We're going to start talking about the Super Bowl again. And yeah, you got to indulge me. I obviously know what everyone's been talking about for the last five hours, but I'm on till midnight, right? And if you listened to my show last night, I think we touched on every sport. We definitely talked about the NBA, and obviously our NBA teams aren't playing tonight. The NHL is in their all-star break. The skills showdown is on right now in the NHL. Uh, MLB will mix in some conversation to spark the Mets fans and Yankees fans, of course. And uh, we even talked WNBA last night. It's freezing tonight. So what you should do is get somewhere nice and warm. If you're driving right now, be safe, get home. And uh, when you turn the radio off, when you get out of your car, turn on the free Odyssey app and keep listening to WFAN. I promise you I'm not going to spend this whole night talking about one guy. I promise you I'm not going to keep going over it. the same things that everybody else has already said. There's just no need for it. There's so many other things that we can talk about, but I'm actually kind of glad that in this week that we don't have an NFL game, right? I already said the Knicks and the Nets aren't playing tonight. We're still waiting on pitchers and catchers to report. The World Baseball Classic hasn't happened yet. It was one of those, you know, Friday news dumps. A perfect opportunity for uh, this guy to make news and uh, for everybody to be talking about it. If it was Nick Claxton requested a trade, it would have been a quick conversation. But because of the name... It just perks everybody in the media up. And I watched closely on ESPN, and I looked around Twitter, and, you know, it's just nonsense. Uh, I'm a Nets fan, and I'm in here wearing my Vince Carter jersey, and all the guys that were just on and the guys that were out in the newsroom, you know, I just was telling them, I'm like, this isn't a Mitchell and Ness jersey. This is an actual throwback. This is a medium Reebok jersey that I got in middle school, like, as a, a – preteen like as a kid I think and uh 
I'm from New Jersey. I've been rooting for the Nets before this era, and I'll be rooting for the Nets after. And if you've heard me say this, I'm going to say it again. This Nets world has been built. So for any Nets fans out there, listen to me and listen to me good. Evan Roberts is on vacation, so he wasn't able to speak on this today. And it's funny, the news broke right at 2 o'clock when he would have been on. Shout out to Tommy. Shout out to C-Mac for holding it down. They talked all around it. They even talked deeper into it than I think we're actually going to get. And uh, I'll tell you what I think about it. I already did the podcast on it, talking Nets. If you uh, care to hear more about it, (laughs) it's like I don't think anyone really wants to hear that much about it. But my stance on it initially was that we need to educate fans on what's going on in sports and like how to read between the lines with the business of sports and how to know the business of sports and line that up with the calendar for the league year, right? There's always the new league year and free agency and then the trade deadline in baseball. Um, you know, I'm a fan that as I've gotten older and I've understand business and, and money more, I've started to learn more about what actually goes on. And uh, I realized that we're in a time that, you know, with social media and everybody having a podcast and a YouTube stream and a Twitter handle, and it's so reactionary uh, that, you know, these things can blow up. But people use these things in negotiations, right? You saw in the MLB lockout last year, and Major League Baseball does this all the time, they use Twitter, they use social media, right? When it was the Major League Baseball Players Association versus the owners, they went back and forth using social media to try and pit one against each other. And what I'm saying is the Brooklyn Nets just got embarrassed by the Boston Celtics. And uh, there was one guy that those Boston fans just loved to boo. They were stamping on, they were stomping on his jersey before the game. And at the end of the game, after the Nets got smoked, they chanted, Kyrie sucks. Kyrie sucks. He is an all-world basketball player. And uh, he's an interesting character. And the reason that people care so much about him is because he's a combination of an all-world basketball player and an interesting character. And sometimes it's not always interesting, some of the things that come with Kyrie Irving and his basketball career. And right now, Kyrie Irving is in a situation with the Brooklyn Nets the team that I root for, the team that I watch move from my home state of New Jersey to Brooklyn for greener pastures. And, you know, they've certainly done that. But um, he's in a situation with the Nets where he opted into his contract. That's something that I actually called in to Tiki and Tierney with about a year ago, calling it, suggesting that that would happen. I, I did not think that the Brooklyn Nets were going to extend him prior to. I don't, I don't think he gets extended. I don't know if he gets extended. Um I want you to understand that where we are right now in the NBA, it's Friday, it's February 3rd, 2-3-2-3, 23-23, Jordan Day. Got my Jordans on. Um, <laughs> I hate talking about this. I really don't even, like, I, I had uh, other plans for this show tonight, but we have to talk about Kyrie Irving. The trade deadline is next Thursday. So, of course, if you want to get traded, right, request a trade before the trade deadline comes. But also, this is a time where GMs are picking up the phone. GMs are active right now as they're trying to improve their team or if they're just selling and they're done and they're cooked and they're trying to move on from guys and their contracts, whatever. 
And uh, I've already mentioned now, the Celtics just blew out the Nets. Kyrie Irving had those fans on his back. He has not been able to go there in the last 10 times that they've played the Celtics. He's not been able to beat them. That's the team that he left to come to Brooklyn. Okay? Now, the trade deadline. The trade deadline's coming. And uh, if you remember in the summer when free agency when free agency started, the first day of free agency, Kevin Durant requested a trade. And everybody said what they had to say about KD. Oh, here we go again. KD left OKC. He went to the Warriors. He left the Warriors. Whatever. It's business. The NBA is the player empowerment league. They created that. These players know that they have some leverage. These players know that they have power. Kyrie Irving is looking for a four-year max contract, $200 million some dollars. He's from New Jersey like I am. He's a New Jerseyan. He's like got his roots here, his family here. He wants to stay here. He wants to be a Brooklyn Net. But his camp has been negotiating with the Nets. And for some reason, right, they just haven't given him that, given him that four-year extension, that max contract. Kevin Durant has it. And Kevin Durant requested a trade this summer because he didn't like the GM, he didn't like the coach, he didn't like the direction that the Nets were going in. Okay, stay with me, stay with me. I'm just trying to give as much information to people out there that might not know, and, and, I, and I promise you we're not spending all night talking on, on this. So Kyrie Irving is trying to get this contract, and they're not giving it up. This whole season we've heard, Kyrie Irving is trying to have extension talks. The Nets aren't really doing anything. We learn more today about a possible extension, but there are incentives in this. There are stipulations in this. There are things tied to a championship, winning a championship. You know, why do they have to put all these things in the contract? Because Kyrie Irving comes with so much. He's all world. No one can deny that. You just saw what he did to the New York Knicks. Everybody in this area that cares about basketball watched the Nets host the Knicks last Saturday, and Kyrie Irving was the star. He was by far the best person on the court. He's an all-star. That gives him some leverage as well, right? So now would be the time to put pressure on the organization that's not giving you this extension, right? You opted in to your contract. But in the summer, they told you, hey, go look around, right? They called your bluff in the summer. Hey, go find someone for a sign and trade. Go find another suitor. And that's when L.A. popped up, and that's when the Lakers popped up. And guess who was just here? We talked Monday and Tuesday about how, oh, LeBron didn't play against the Nets, but he played in the Garden, and he passed Mark Jackson and Steve Nash on the assist ladder, and he's making history on the way to uh, breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring. Well, LeBron is also known as Le GM. You think LeBron didn't possibly talk to Kyrie last week while he was around, while he was here? They won a championship together. And the same way I told you, Kyrie left the Celtics. And look at the Celtics. They are in the finals last year and have a great chance of getting back there this year. They've done better without him. He forced his way away from LeBron to go to Boston. He broke that up, right? When people talk about how great LeBron and Kyrie were, young Kyrie forced his way out of that situation. Stay with me. Stay with me. I'm not. I'm going to do this once, and we're going to move on. We're going to talk about football, basketball, uh, baseball, hockey, everything else. So Kyrie Irving right now is using his leverage, the little bit of leverage he has. He's under contract. 
and he's under contract with the Brooklyn Nets. And the Brooklyn Nets have dealt with him leaving, him uh, going to family birthday parties, um, him on January 6th when the uh, storming of the Capitol happened, didn't come to work, understandable, but you still have a responsibility. Obviously, people have moved on from it, but last year he missed a ton of time. With the anti-vax stuff, he didn't want to get vaccinated. The only guy on the team that didn't want to get vaccinated, of course, other players in the NBA didn't get vaccinated, but they weren't in New York, so the laws, you know, let them play, whatever. That whole saga happened. People have moved moved past it, but they haven't moved past the anti-Semitism. I don't believe Kyrie is an anti-Semite, but if you remember the last time I had Steve Summers on my show, a caller called in and asked Steve about the Brooklyn Nets. And right away, Steve said, I can't support them. They employ an anti-Semite. I don't care about the Brooklyn Nets. I hope they lose every game. Something along that. Like, Steve was passionate about it. And I didn't know where we were going. I didn't want that to be on my show. The call kind of ended abruptly. And we ended up getting Steve to call back in. It was a misunderstanding. He thought that I signed off with him. The caller had signed off with him. But, you know, Steve was upset. I thought Steve was getting off the air. It was around... Hanukkah time, it was December. And I remember speaking to everyone on the same mic in the same studio and saying, see, you know, Kyrie made a mistake and he apologized and he was punished for his mistake, but he hurt some people by putting out that Amazon link link that, uh, you know, had the link to that movie with the anti-Semitic rhetoric, which Amazon has actually come out to say they're not removing it and they're going to keep it up and keep profiting off of it. And they made a ton of money off of that. But with Kyrie, he made a mistake by not going to the media and explaining why he posted that on the heels of all the Kanye West nonsense. He was more so offended that people would call him an anti-Semite, and that is still out there. And if you're a businessman like Joe Sy, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, you're thinking about all of these little issues, all of these little headaches that you've had. Fool me once, fool me twice, fool me three, four times. And yes, Kyrie Irving is all-world. He's, he's a great basketball player. He's one of the best we've ever seen. But when you're doing business, are you going to attach $200 million to a guy that is a wild card that you don't know what you're going to get off the court? You know what you're going to get on the, on, the, on the court. You know what you're going to get on the floor. But uh, this Kyrie Irving saga right now, I didn't care today when I saw him request a trade. So what? That doesn't mean that the Brooklyn Nets are going to trade him. That doesn't mean that they have to trade him. They probably won't. Should they be listening to calls? Sure. I bet they listened to calls when KD requested his trade. But you got to read between the lines and understand where we are. This is a guy that was trying to get a contract extension from the summer till now. And his employer, who he's under contract to and playing for, right? He's from New Jersey. He does not want to go to another city. He does not want to play for another team. I don't care if reports came out today and said, oh, now he'll, he'll never play for the organization. I think they're prepared for that. Because they've been burned so many times before, they're looking at the future like, okay, well, we were here before you, we'll be here after you. Our fans were here before you, they'll be here after you. One man is not going to crumble a whole whole organization. It is exhausting talking about this all the time. And, uh, you know, one man should not have all that power. Kyrie Irving evokes emotion out of people. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent, like, it's it's just nuts. And uh, when you saw his name come across the ticker today, it fired so many people up. It didn't fire me up at all. It, it, it 
honestly threw me off. I was like, I know what we have to talk about today. I was tuning into Carton and Roberts, and I knew Tommy and Big Mac had to go right to it. And I'm, I promise you, I'm not going to talk about it all night. I'll take your calls on it, but like, I'm good on it. I'm a Nets fan. I want to see the Nets win. I don't believe they're going to win a championship this year. I think they had a chance to make a run at it with KD and Kyrie, but this whole era, they've come up short. They've made it to game seven of the second round. For me as a Nets fan, I'm just like, whatever. I've seen way worse years. Uh, I've seen years where it was quieter. All we ever hear is nobody cares about the Nets. That's a lie. Everybody's talking about the Nets now. So that's my Kyrie Irving spiel, man. I'll add little things, right? Like, why would the Nets move on from him right now? What, like, okay, because there's some people that are going to say, oh, well, if, if, if you don't trade him now, you get nothing for him after the season. Well, the Nets have his rights. I believe they have to agree to, like, the sign and trade or wherever he, wherever he goes. And I'm telling you, I don't think they care, right? They're not going to be burned again. It's business. And if you're a business person or you've ever, ever had to negotiate your own contracts and stuff, like, this is just how it goes. You're not just going to bend the knee and hand somebody something. And uh, they're playing kind of hardball. So, I don't know. I just am over it. The Nets just got smoked by the Celtics. They've got a game coming up. It's frustrating as a Nets fan that you finally get, like, superstar talent and uh, it comes with a ton of headaches. And in this league, right, when you look at the Celtics, they built through the draft. They added a couple pieces, but they have homegrown talent. When you look at the Warriors, who were in the finals last year, you know, they added some pieces, but those guys were drafted by them and developed by them. That's what the Nets need to do, but they mortgage their future once again, and uh, they've got a lot of headaches. But I think that they're going to see this through, right? I think that they're going to wait for Kevin Durant to come back and if Kyrie wants to sit out the rest of the season, they're fine with that. And if Kyrie doesn't want to, uh, you know, play, they're they're gonna they're just gonna they're not gonna trade him. Why would you trade him right now? They're not gonna get the package for him. And I I don't know what people think around the league, but around the league, not every team or GM is ready to take on that headache either because he's a wild card. You don't know what you're gonna get. So uh, I guess we'll give it this hour to take calls on Kyrie. But I'm telling you, I can't do this. All night. Keep McPherson on the fan. 877-337-6666. Call me up. We'll get this over with, and then we'll try to move on. Don't go anywhere. The show will get better, and I will be right back. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This Friday, baby, you're not about to bring me down with this Kyrie Irving nonsense. And anybody listening out there that's tired of hearing the name, trust me, I'm not going to spend all night on it. Keith McPherson on the fan, Connor behind the glass. We got beats. Hopefully you got some heat. It's freezing. Nah, it's below freezing. It's like 14 degrees, so stay warm and uh, stay here with us. We're going to talk through all the sports, I promise. But this is breaking news today, um, and it's a slow news day. It's a slow news week. We're waiting on the Super Bowl. There's no NFL. You know, the NBA world is what it is. There's some NBA games, but here in New York, Neither team is playing. And people want to talk about Kyrie. When do they not? I mean, really, they want to talk about Kyrie when it's negative, right? They want to talk about the Nets when it's negative. When they think that they can dance on the Nets fans' graves. and When they think that they can troll and laugh and say, ah, ha, ha, look at the Nets. But for me, as a Nets fan, like, I remember when it was quiet for the Nets. No one cared. There were, there were no players on the team that anyone cared about. So, like, this is fine. This is fine. I'm a, a Nets fan on the fan. Evan Roberts is on vacation. He said he wants to enjoy his vacation. I'm like, bro, delete the app. Delete Twitter off your phone. Delete uh, ESPN Bleacher Report so you don't get any notifications. Perfect time to step out because this is all nonsense. This is all a leverage play, in my opinion. This is all negotiation. And, uh, you know, like I said, coming off of the Celtics whooping on the Nets, completely outmatched. Kyrie Irving said they look like a championship team that was ready for anyone in their way, and we were just another team in their way, and we need to... Like, we've heard Kyrie talk so much about what the Nets need and what they need to do, and yeah, you know, Kyrie is a great player, but he's one player. He's one guy, and uh, he's one guy that brings a ton of baggage and a ton of headaches, and there's a lot of Nets fans that are split on him, right? Because when you watch him play, you realize that, like, you should be able to win a championship with a guy like that. But, hey, breaking news as well. The Nets haven't won a damn thing. The Nets haven't even gotten out of the second round of the playoffs with these headaches. So what are we talking about? Regular season wins? Thanks for the regular season wins, right? The Nets are selling a ton of tickets. More than ever, Barkley Center is packed, sells out every home game. Doesn't matter what team is in there. There, there are actual Nets fans in there. I remember when there wasn't. I was pulling up in 2013. I was pulling up in 2014, 15. Like, I'm telling you, I'm a Nets fan. I was there. I was going to games after work where I would take the train from Midtown 
all the way to Brooklyn and not even have a ticket, but know that I could purchase a ticket on the app for 20 bucks and not go sit all the way in the top in the nosebleeds, just go and make my way because it wasn't what it is today. It wasn't uh, this like, you know, Nets world that we talk about with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. That's another thing I'm going to say before we take these calls. I don't want Sean Marks and the Nets making any trades right now. If you can't make trades to improve this team, right, I don't want you moving star players, right? You took on Ben Simmons. You were the only team dumb enough to take on Ben Simmons last year. And you had to trade James Harden after you traded away star players, people like that we like loved, players that were in the core of what the Nets had. You traded them away for James Harden. You let him force a trade where you were the only team dumb enough to take on Ben Simmons. So I'd rather them just stand pat, stand their ground, and not make any moves. Kyrie can request a trade, and of course, the trade deadline's coming. That's what I'm saying. You guys got to think about when teams can make transactions, when they can sign players, when they can trade players, and when players think that they have leverage. The reason that this happened is because the Nets haven't budged on giving this man the money he wants and thinks that he deserves. And in his camp, I'm sure they feel like he should get this max contract that, let's say, a Steph Curry has. Steph Curry has gotten it. Kevin Durant has. Kevin, Kevin Durant has gotten it. But you know what? They also got the Vex. And they also don't go online and post all these conspiracy theories and all these other things that just bring negative attention to the organization. It's that simple. Tony, in the Bronx, first caller for me on the fan tonight. What's up, Tony? Wow. I'm leading off? Leading off. Tony from the man, Bronx. Man, that's a lot of pressure. I don't know. A lot of second keys. Strike man. one. Just, just blew one right by you. <laughs> Strike one. <laughs> Pitch clock. You ready? Hey, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Listen, uh, first of all, Keith, I got to tell you, man, I got to remind you, I called you last season when we were going through a whole bunch of uh, – a uh, whole uh, Kyrie turmoil when he was taking time off because of his uh, COVID uh, stance, right? And you were taking a whole bunch of heat for it. And I was telling you, this guy is drama, and this guy not, it always ends with a circus. It always ends with a show, and it is nothing ever good that comes out of Kyrie. And you stood up for him. You fought for him. And I give it to you because you're a Nets fan. I give that to you, man. You get props for that. But you know, I gotta tell you, man. I'm coming at you right now as uh, I told you guys. All right, I told you so because I told you how it was gonna end. My brother, he's a Celtics fan because he's from back. Uh, he's from back in Boston, right? And he told me exactly how it was, blow for blow. How they came, he came in and it was like, oh man, the world is great. We got JK. And now we got Kyrie, man. We're going all the way. And it looked like they were. And he was out in that playoff. Uh, I think it was like 17 or 18. And he was out. But then he came back and just disrupted the whole chemistry. Nothing, you couldn't even get Brown on, on the same page with him, man. Everything was just disrupted. Everything. Because of Kyrie, okay? And there was no chemistry going on. And when he left, they got chemistry back again, you know? And that's what Kyrie does. He disrupts it. Another thing, I'm going to give you an example of what he was telling me earlier. And that's why I wanted to call you. I was hoping you weren't. Because he was like, you know, early in the season, he said, uh, with the Celtics, 
he said, I'm going to be a Celtics for life. And I think that was like, I don't know, by the halfway break. But then by the end of the season, he wanted out. And he got out, you know? And that's because he had no, he wanted out. And that's what it is. So it's just, it causes chaos. It causes heartbreak. And I'm listening to the show earlier uh, with Big Mac and, uh, and Lugie, which Lugie is kind of great, man. I like what he did with the, uh, with the Giants free game, man. That was awesome. You know, he got everybody fired up. I mean, my, my girl was, like, fired up, too, you know, my wife. And, uh, you know, she was, like, ready to pop uh, the shrimp cocktail earlier. And I was like, honey. Thanks for the call, Tony. All right, check me out. So, Tony talked about me defending Kyrie last year. I've supported Kyrie because I do see how much hate he gets. I do see how the media, like I said today, everybody perked up. Everybody with a pen. Everybody with a microphone. Everybody was ready to say, oh, here we go, Kyrie time. But when Kyrie is, you know, going on GoFundMe and, you know, helping people out and clearing people's accounts, that that goes quiet, right? He's he's the villain, and and I get it. I, I, I completely get it. I defended him last year, and if you think about where we are now with the vaccination stuff, I defended him because I said, listen, the vaccination, like, if the guy doesn't want to take a shot and get vaccinated, that is his choice. I understand that. The rest of the team got vaccinated. He hurt the team. But I wasn't going to knock the guy for his personal decision and his choice. The whole, you know, the whole thing is so far behind us now. Like we're living in a different world and a different time now. That doesn't really matter. Um, Tony also said, I told you how it was going to end. It didn't end today. I have to remind everyone nothing changed today besides the fact that Kyrie Irving made it public that he would like a trade elsewhere. I could. Re- Request a trade from WFAN. They're going to say, yeah, okay, we'll see you at 7 o'clock to do your job. (laughs) You're under contract. It does not matter. You may want to go elsewhere. Maybe there's nowhere else that would have me. It doesn't work like that, folks. That's why I'm telling you. Read between the lines. The trade deadline is next Thursday. So he threw his hat in to say, okay, you don't want to pay me. You guys don't want to run me that max contract. Well, I want out of here. I'm going to play hardball. Trade me. I just talked to LeBron a couple days ago. The Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers. Here we go again with the Lakers. Please. It's nonsense. And I think the Brooklyn Nets are through with the nonsense. And you can add this now to everything uh, everything else. Kyrie was playing great. Leading the team. All-star. He was actually doing his medias, right? Remember, remember, like, remember Kyrie wouldn't talk to the media. He called the media pawns. He would duck the media. He's been doing his media. But, like, I, I don't care to be the defenseman for Kyrie. I'm not his public defender. I really don't. I'm a Nets fan, and I've said I was a Nets fan before we ever thought him, Kevin Durant, any of these guys were on the team, and I'll be a fan when they're gone, right? The fans stay forever. The team is forever. The players, they come and go. But, like, the laundry, right? I said, I'm in here wearing a Vince Carter jersey, and I'll have this jersey till I go, and I'll be rooting for the Nets no matter who's on the team. If they blow it up, they blow it up. But guess what? They didn't blow it up today. Bob is in New Jersey on the fan. What's up, Bob? How you doing? I've been in Nets fans going back all the way to the Julius Irving days. Um, I used to go to the games at the Rack. I had friends that played for the Nets. I always rooted for the Nets. With Kyrie Irving, I root for whoever they're playing against. I can't stand him. Um, he's he trade him. He's, he's addition by subtraction. Um, I wouldn't even... If I was another team, I wouldn't even give up an eighth-round draft pick for him. I know they don't even have eight rounds in this draft. 
Um, he's just he's that's with the, the league. That's the thing too, Bob. People think that like because Kyrie can go out there and drop 30, 40, that there's 20 teams out there that want his services. That's not true. There are GMs that are like, ah, we're not giving up assets for a wild card. We're not trading for someone that we can't depend on, that we don't know what he's going to do when he comes here. There's so much that needs to happen around Kyrie for Kyrie to be Kyrie. And the Nets have coddled him. The Nets have done so much to like, I don't know, bro. It's, 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 it's exhausting. And I'm with you. I'm a Nets fan. that has been a Nets fan. And at this point, like, I don't care. We haven't won anything with him. So why would I be like, you know, there, there's these young kids that we call stands, right? Dear Slim. I wrote you, but you still ain't called. These stands love Kyrie no matter what, and they've come into our Nets fan base. Okay, as soon as Kyrie is not on the team anymore, they're gone. But the Nets fans that root for the New Jersey Nets, that used to be the New York Nets, that are now going to be the Brooklyn Nets probably for the rest of time, we want to see them win and get to a championship. We'd rather not have all the headlines and the nonsense and the drama. And I, I think when you look at Kyrie, he's great for the regular season, but they haven't won anything here and the headache is uh, its just everlasting. So I, I do not care anymore. I literally don't care. I knew that going into the season. I thought this would be a season where he would play out the season, limit the distractions, right? He was suspended this year for the for the Hebrews to Negroes video that he posted or the link to the video that he posted. He was suspended this year. He came back, and he was excellent, and he you know didn't really have any other distractions, and now here we go with this. Fool me once, fool me twice. Like how many times? Well, I'm also Jewish, which doesn't help at all. But exactly. I, like I said, I remember them back in when they were out on Long Island. I used to go to the games at the Rack. Um, he, he just he turns my stomach. Um, he's a spoiled little baby, and uh, he, he hurts the team. If, if any team that wants to go, that's ready to go to the playoffs or is over 500 right now, he's only going to hurt their team. Right, and his style of play. Right, we've seen games where he wasn't that great. Thanks for the call, Bob. His style of play, you're not just plugging Kyrie in on any championship caliber team. You're not just plugging Kyrie in and saying, here you go. I guess the Lakers seem like a good fit. But why would the Nets give him what he wants? Why would the Nets send him to sunny California with LeBron James and Anthony Davis? If the Nets trade him, they're trading him and sending him to Siberia. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two. All right. Uh, only a few more minutes, man. Uh, <laughs> I said I'm only giving this uh, this Kyrie conversation the first hour. I know people are going to call all night and people are going to try and, uh, you know, people are going to try and add their own, you know, spin to it or troll or whatever. I'm just over it. I like There's nothing to add to it. People have been talking about it since 2 o'clock in the afternoon. He got everyone's attention, well played, from his camp uh, a week before the Super Bowl. right? Not a week before the Super Bowl, exactly, but you understand, this is like an open week. This is a week where, uh, in the sports world, people are grasping for things. They're coming up with things. Like, what are you watching right now? I'm watching the NHL skills competition. This is the second year I've ever even looked at that. It's not doing much for me. 
And Kyrie gives everybody something to talk about because he's Kyrie Irving. So I'll take your calls on it, but I think I've said everything I have to say on it. Like, I don't expect the Nets to trade him. You can request a trade. Kevin Durant also requested a trade. And read between the lines. KD requested his trade on the first day of free agency. Why? Teams are making transactions. They're doing things. They're making moves. Kyrie requested his trade as soon as it's a less than a week then uh like you know less than a week left to the trade deadline. GMs are making moves, making calls, and it's no coincidence that LeBron was just here. It's no coincidence that the Nets just got smacked by the Celtics and Kyrie's probably thinking, "Man, we're not we're not winning anything this year anyway." And you know what, Nets fans, we're not. So like what do you want to keep going through this for? They haven't won anything. And I'm okay with moving on. The main asset is KD, right? And they asked KD. That was the first thing I said on the podcast today. We did a podcast reacting to it an hour after the news broke. And I said, well, what's KD say to all of this? And they said KD was surprised. But whatever. They can say KD's surprised. It doesn't matter. This is the business of the NBA, the Player Empowerment League. These guys know that they can use their leverage, their clout, to try and force GMs and owners to do what they want. Some do, some don't. Right, And I think Sean Marks has made enough mistakes. Don't make the mistake right now. And I know there's people saying, well, you got to trade him or you're not going to get anything. Yeah, well, see it through. See it through. If he doesn't want to play, then he can stay at home. The Nets are a fourth-place team in the East right now, and they haven't had Kevin Durant for weeks. KD's going to come back and play, and like I said, he's the main asset. And he requested a trade and then rescinded it and then showed up on media day and has been a leader and has been a great player all season. Other players have emerged. If the Nets can't make trades to improve this team, why are they going to go back into trading superstars again? You messed up with the James Harden trade twice, bringing him here and sending him away. You've got Ben Simmons, who's now about to miss his fourth game with knee soreness. He had an MRI today, and the Nets reported that it came back clean. Hmm. His knee is sore, though. So, you know, take your time with that. Take your time with that. Jack is in Rockaway, Queens on the fan. What's up, Jack? How you doing? Uh, Keith, a lifelong uh, Nets fan. I, uh, I think it was your first call. Be so, I think your sister called you. Welcome <laughs> back, Jack. On the air. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm uh, a little bit older than you. I'm 47. I, I've gone through the uh, Chris Morris drafts, the Dennis Hobson drafts, lottery picks, Ed O'Bannon. Uh, I've, I've, I've been <laughs> – I watch almost every game. I'm a die-on Nets fan. I don't know why something's wrong with me, but uh, I'll keep watching this team. And uh, with, with this last few years, I was hoping that – this would be my time in my lifetime that I'd see a championship, and that hope is uh, fading slowly but surely. Uh, I, I was fine with trading Kyrie the last year and a half. Uh, I, it's like going, it's like being with a beautiful woman, and one's a prostitute, and one is your wife. You, you, you I want to be a Nets fan, and I want to be uh, successful, but I just can't. This has been going on for the, the, the drama. It, it's, I couldn't believe. It. I, I turned on the thing. I'm, I've been hoping we get John Collins. I've been. As I turn on my uh, Nets daily, and and I see Kyrie requests a trade, and in in this matter, I I I've been thinking about it. I'm like, what is the the outcome? They didn't want him in the beginning of the year. Uh, he opted in. If you didn't want him, what they should have traded him. Okay, they didn't trade him. They played him. He did the the suspension. I think they again. more so him. just called his bluff. They're like, all right, if you know, go find a suitor, go find someone for someone for us to sign and trade you to. And there wasn't anyone available. So he opted in to play. He, at the end of the day, Jack, 
He is yeah. from this area. He grew up in New York and New Jersey. He wants to end right. his career here in Brooklyn. But this owner and, and this general manager, they are not going to play this game like other owners and managers play with, with guys like LeBron and other superstars in this league where they let them have their way. But you don't think that, let's say just arguments, there's, two, there's, two, there's one player I really I value very highly in Phoenix, the kid Cam Johnson. I think he's such a winning player. And I, and uh, or the Lakers two number one picks, Un, unprotected. You you don't think that it, it'd be better to get something like? I think they're going to listen to calls. And if the Lakers are down to give us two unprotected picks, sure. Um, but I just don't see it, I don't see it happening. And uh, you know, if the Lakers want to go all in for Kyrie, sure. But I, I and I also just think the the Nets are like, yeah, that's cute. You know, we get it. You want to request a trade, but like. Is, is there a trade out there, Keith? That you think that that could put the Nets, you know, on par with? So I I think John Collins, but. You see any trades out there that they could possibly make that? Uh, no, and I don't think they're going to make them. And we've been talking about John Collins, Nas Reed, Josh Hart, uh, you know, all these names. I don't trust Sean Marks to pull we it need, off. We need a, a successful big. You don't think anybody? We, that we, we need another pull? big that we can put on the floor with Nick Claxton, and we need a point guard, a backup point guard, especially now with Kyrie. We definitely need a trade uh, for a point guard. But I don't trust Sean Marks to get it done. Thanks for the call, Jack. Let's see if I can get one more in. Limo driver Ed is in PA. What's up, Ed? Hey, my brother, how you doing, man? Hey, I used to live in Orange and East Orange. So, you know, Kyrie, you know, I'm 58, but I remember, you know, he played in my brother's league. Yeah, That's when he came he up, lot of things I, I heard of him in Jersey when, when I was going to college. I heard of the kid coming up. And, uh, like, he's a New yeah. Jersey legend. He's a tri-state area legend. But you know what? You've worn yeah. out your welcome with the Brooklyn Nets. But, now, listen to this. I, under, I listen, I understand um, that he... He put his hand, you know, he put his hat in the, in the circle and everything just to see what's going to happen. But also, too, I think he's a little frustrated. KD's out. He's got to run his whole team on his shoulders every night. Because, you know, KD, with his situation, man, you don't know when he's going to come back. You don't know what his situation is going to be. KD gets hurt too much, and he's out too much. I just think that right now he's frustrated. And I understand he's a young man. You know, all the stuff he went through in the summertime and all the things last year and everything pandemic. Listen, he's a young man. Okay, that you know what he's trying to do his best. Okay, and and then he's getting to run around with the team. If they're going to do this, not do this. Okay, maybe a free agent. They're always going to be like Deshaun Watson. They're always going to be an owner that's going to take them and pay them. Yep. I'm going to tell you, it might not be all the teams, but it's going to be one that's going to say, "I'll take them." So go, let let him go to the Houston Rockets. Let him go to uh, you know Utah Jazz. Let let him go somewhere like. At this point, I'm right. telling you, but, they don't care, and the fans the fans aren't going to care after a while either. We got to you know, figure but, it out, but, move on. I mean, I understand that, and and you know, he put himself in this situation because a lot of things that he had said, and a lot of things he had done. If he didn't do all this, he had a max deal. Yep. Regardless of what. Simple math, right there. But I just think, right? You know what I'm saying? But I just, he's a young man, man, with all this this money, the power, where he's living at, what he's doing. But he got a he got a great family, man. He comes from a great background, a great family. You understand what I'm saying? So, listen, I I don't know what we're gonna really say about him, but you know, I hope he does the right thing. I hope I don't know. It, it's a shame that we have to go through this with the politicking and all this other kind of stuff going on. Hey, um, I just want to say one more thing about Tom Brady. He's the <laughs> goat. He's a good man. I like him, but let me tell you one thing: is only thing I'm a family man. And I can't speak for a lot of men. He had a great wife. And I think after he won the Super Bowl, she
she wanted him to stop playing. Sure. And I think that he, he put he put the football over his family. And that that's what I don't like. That's the only thing. And people may talk about it, and people may say things. That's his personal life. Well, I understand it. But it, it drained him. He looked terrible this year. He looked skinny. And he had a great wife, man. It makes great money. See, I don't understand people today. And like I told my wife, I love her. I love my wife. She don't make the money of, you know, what his wife makes. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, man, it's just like, I just don't, I, I, I don't know. He I just, thought I'm he was choosing greatness. Thanks for the call, Ed. I mean, on that note, we're definitely done talking, Kyrie. We're going to talk football. I got to take a break. But I'll speak on Tom. Yeah. Tom thought that he was going to come back this year in that weak division, the NFC South, where there were no quarterbacks. They still have no quarterbacks, and he thought he was going to have a cakewalk, right? He thought he'd win the division, uh, win more games than eight. And, you know, in the NFC where we had Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott and Daniel Jones, Tom Brady thought he had an easy walk to the Super Bowl. Go home and be a family man. Supposedly he had, like, a family trip planned, but then he went back to, uh, you know, go to camp and whatever. You know, he chose greatness, and he went out lame. But uh, I'm not I'm not the type to throw stones at Tom Brady. He is the GOAT. And, uh, you know, he put together a career that people wish they could put together. And that's a wrap. That's it. And when we come back, we're talking football. Ack is in here. We're going to go to the break and the update. And uh, we're going to put the Kyrie stuff behind us for now. I know we can bring it back later in the show. I'm on till 12. Let's take this break right here. Keep McPherson on the fan. BRB. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.